What's up, gamers? Welcome to Battle Mallet Podcast, episode 19, A Year in Review. This is a podcast delving into the minds of four busy gamers, their annual journey to the Nova Open Convention, playing games that they love, and balancing life with those games. I'm Jared Johnson, and I'm here with Trace Hyde. I'm building a mall pot. <laughs> Danny Clemens. Hey, I'm back, people. And Jason Murray. I'm happy to be here as well. Thanks for having me. <laughs> so glad you guys could all make it. Um, Danny, it's been a while, so I think uh, I'm excited. It's been a while. <laughs> Sorry. It happens. Um, I'm it? excited. To, uh, just let's interrupt each other all the time. What are you saying? <laughs> I'm really adding a great chemistry to this show, guys. I think so, yeah. I see your lips moving, but I can't hear the words. <laughs> so good. Um, so this is going to be our annual review episode. So I think we're we're going to call this the end of season one. I don't know if podcasts do seasons, but it seems fitting. Um, so that's what we're going to do. And, and I said that just now without conferring with any of my podcast mates. So it's an addition change. Yeah. Revolution. That's right. Season season two. We're gonna get rid of the psychic phase. Well, do, yeah. I mean, it is fitting, right? Because registration for Nova hotels just went up this That's past true. week. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So you know, we're gonna kind of review stuff. I think um, we want to cover the tournament that uh, Jason and Trace went to um, down in South Carolina, and then we'll talk about kind of our highlights of 2019 and we also want to talk about our hopes goals and dreams um looking forward at uh 2020 so uh before we get into that as per usual uh i want to know what everybody's been up to trace building a mall pot <laughs> that's kidding. all you've been doing not all Just... i've been doing um most of what I've been doing here recently, I did put together the start collecting for Slaves to Darkness because I just bought it because I like the new models and I already have a Slaves to Darkness army. So I was like, yeah, let's buy some new models for that army. So I did that. Um, I'm waiting. I bought a new compressor for my airbrush. So painting has been kind of on a pause because um, my air compressor, my old one, it's not acting up per se, but it's just it's just showing its age a little bit. So I bought a new one, um, and it should be here tomorrow. Um, and once that happens, then I will be painting some big fat ogre bellies. Um, Woohoo! Yep. And then I've been just kind of reorganizing my hobby area. Found some sweet goodies today in the middle of doing that that I've shared with everybody found an old chaos space Marines codex and an old Eldar codex and a champions of chaos supplement for Warhammer fantasy that has my main man Archaon in it in his first iteration, which is really cool to go back and look at and kind of get a little bit nostalgic. Um, which sparked a funny conversation that those three books are between the four of us, all of our first books. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So my first book was that exact Chaos Space Marines Codex. 
when I was in like fourth grade. Nice. God, you're such a baby. Uh, first... Sixth grade. Sixth grade. I'm a little older. Sorry. Guys. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Makes it more respectable. My first one was the champion. The one that I actually bought with my own money was the Champions of Chaos book. Um, yeah. I had gotten. So the Chaos book that I had originally was actually that giant box that actually had like the magic cards and stuff in it, too. Um, I don't know if you guys remember that, but like it was a. The, the book itself, like the army book, came in a box full of like cards that had spells and magic items and stuff like that on it. Nice. Um, so that was that was really cool, kind of going down that path. But I got rid of a bunch of stuff. I'm giving Danny an art book, and he's really excited about it. Yeah, baby loves an art book. <laughs> so and I'll get that to him whenever we're able to meet up. Um, but yeah. What about nice. what about you, Danny? Uh, well, I bought a house, <laughs> so that was a thing that happened uh, that ate up a ton of my hobby time. But I've since more or less finished up my office. So we painted and did a whole bunch of stuff, and so I kind of have my hobby desk back, and uh, I'm kind of working towards creating a, a space where I I can maybe even. Have table to have people over to play games which would be lovely but Yay. on the actual hobby front uh i've spent most of my time painting uh crisis protocol miniature as a christmas gift to my nerd wife nice yeah which was it was fun it was uh they're very different than 40k miniatures yes and, they are <laughs> and i decided to therefore try to do something very different with my painting and so it's been a fun kind of experiment trying a new style. You um, did you paint them? You painted them real comic style, right? Didn't you? Uh, no, I painted them as like realistic as I could, and uh, like more shading and stuff like that than I've ever really done before. But um, I basically took them, and they're all modeled off of different outfits and stuff because my wife loves the movies, and so I was like, I got real surreptitious and and found out all our favorite costumes for the different characters that come in the starter box and nice and i've been doing that yeah but but i couldn't get away from my normal bright colors that was something that i always do so yeah but that's a very fitting style though for for comic book yeah characters i think that, that it, they, they look great like the ones that you've posted you should post them to the facebook page Thank or you. the instagram oh uh, yeah i should actually now that i've actually finished Maybe I'll take some nicer pictures than ones without my paint pots in the background. Yeah. They're work in progress photos, Danny. Right. <laughs> now they're done. Now, I've got now they're done. Yeah. Well, they're getting there. Yeah. They're forever getting there. <laughs> but that's really been the only thing that I've been up to on a hobby front. What about you, Gerard? Uh, so I, I did a little, you know, kind of cleaning. I think this happens for a lot of people. You know, around the holidays, you get stuff or you want to get rid of stuff. So cleaned up the hobby closet a little bit, just kind of reorganizing stuff. Um, I managed to finish the Necropolis Stalkers. So that's the the next three models that I was working on from the Feast of Bones box um, as part of the painting challenge that Trace and I set forth to ourselves, which we failed miserably on. Um, I have an excuse 
I have no excuse. Yeah. Um, which is also fine. And it's, and I don't really need to have an excuse, but I did get the flu, which basically knocked me on my butt for an entire week. Like I was just exhausted. And then I felt like I was trying to catch up on sleep for like the week following that. So the week before Christmas, I was out with the flu and then it was the week of Christmas and traveling and blah, blah, blah. But I did get the necropolis soccer's done. Um, and then I put the, the more gas on their bases um, just they're because such big models they're, they're huge um, and I discovered that <clears throat> games workshop does not make 50 mil or 60 mil shattered Dominion bases so I've they had make 60s no they make 65s yeah or they the make si- print size that's the well, same size they don't make the okay well according to the box the different box listings the models are on different bases so i mean it, it's fine um so i you know used some parts from other shattered dominion kits to kind of make bases for both the necropolis stalkers and the morgast and i think they'll be i mean they'll be fine um i can definitely tell that i am painting quickly um uh, but there is definitely some satisfaction in just getting the models done so i can look at the paint job and know that it's not like the best that i can do but they're at least finished which is you know better to me than them just being gray um and i mentioned this before when i was talking about the mortec guard but i've painted them in a way that it will be easy for me to go back in and pull up highlights uh, and even i could even add add in like recess shading if I wanted to. So uh, just looking forward to getting that finished and playing through um, that campaign. And then I think that's it. I've played, you know, we've done our Underworlds meetups and I've played a handful of games. Um, Just trying to work on Wild Hunt still. I don't know why I'm fixated on them, but it happened. You like Um, the aesthetic. It is. I think it is the pointy ears, um, which could be unfortunate later this year. We'll see. <laughs> um, I hope. I hope not. I'll just be a age of age of Sigmar butterfly and just buy yes. seven hundred points. Age of, of Sigmar army. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, it'll be great. Um, but I, I think that's it. It's still quite a bit. Yep. And then, uh, so Jason, what you got going on? Um, you know, stuff. so, you know, I'm sorry I missed the last episode. It's the first one I've missed ever in a year of almost a year of doing this. So, yeah. uh, sad, sorry, but I was, I was in Jamaica for work. How's that rate? It was pretty sweet. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds a whole lot better than the flu. Yeah. Right. So that, that was awesome. Uh, but that, you know, that trip that, you know, my work puts on uh, and thank them for that was very relaxing time away with the wife. Uh, but it threw my December into like chaos, right? We get back and have more work to get caught up on. I did manage to go to, you know, we organized the meetup out in had atomic empire in Durham, uh, had some great games there with, with you guys and, um, Steven and Austin. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, I'm trying to remember. So I played Magors that night, so that was fun to to get them on the the table with my newly 
newly painted Magors, and then um, what else? What did I play against you, Trace? You played the you played your despoilers into my rippers. Yeah, that's right. And I got like destroyed. So, so that was good. Um, then played. You know, we'll talk about the tournament Trace and I went to. And then other than that, not a whole lot. Like got you know put the rippers together. Um, worked on a few decks. And like, but I for the month of December it was pretty quiet. Um, but I, you know, there's one bad thing that happened during Christmas. One <laughs> bad thing. Yeah. So, uh, just as a reminder to my listeners or our listeners, like they many many moons ago, I made this commitment to not have any other miniature game other than a GW product because I am a recovering addict. So of a you know poly gamer buy everything under the sun uh christmas morning i get one present from my wife and it is crisis protocol so that Uh yeah that door has been opened (laughs) um i have i haven't opened it yet as as far as putting the models together um but i did go out and buy the hulk and (laughs) black panther expansions yeah Um, so definitely looking forward to that i know three of the four of us have that game now played it at nova super super fun um was trying to not get into it because the combos are like there's so many combos and it's so it plays a lot like hero clicks to me like i played hero clicks i don't know 15 years ago 16 years ago maybe 20 years ago now 20 it actually is 20 years ago um you're old. I'm old. Holy cow. But uh <laughs> so very excited to have that, but it has definitely sparked something inside of me. So I'm looking at all kinds of games now. Um it's it's sad. Uh but um, then this last week have gotten in quite a few games on TTS and Vassal with uh with the underworld, so that is still kicking in strong. And that's pretty much it. Like, you know, I, I I will clean out my hobby room like the rest of you at some point. Just haven't gotten there yet. I finally put Christmas decorations away today. So, you know, nice. hey. Oh, congrats, by the way, on your uh, best decorated yard. Winner. Oh, thank you. Thank it's you. Major award winner over here. <laughs> I know, right? It's a major award. It's kind of like owning a hobby <laughs> shop. You I, spend... I, I'm glad somebody got it. <laughs> You spend $500 to decorate, and you get $25 in return. So it's, uh, it's well Good worth it. Good thing you work in business, Jason. <laughs> Seems legit. <laughs> yeah. It's just like a hobby shop. No, yeah. like, I mean, well, thank you guys, because that was big for, for Emma. She said last Christmas, she's like, Daddy, I want to, you know, decorate the house. Like, decorate the house. So we put forth the best effort. Uh, it paid off, and we already have reno- like additions or renovations for next year's next year's uh, Christmas montage that is at our house. So. Nice, nice. That's awesome. So, a little bit of hobbying by everybody, and uh, so far I'm the only one that is not having a crisis protocol of faith. <laughs> It's fun. Like dude, honestly, dude, 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 stay, stay strong, stay I'm, strong. I'm trying, I'm trying. Um, 
Well, cool. Um, well, we'll take a break here, and uh, when we come back, we'll go over the uh, Underworlds tournament that Jason and Trace went to. And we're back, and we're going to talk about an Underworlds tournament. So, uh, <laughs> what was that? I don't even know what just happened. <laughs> I was skimming through Instagram and bumped the microphone thing. So that was Peter Jackson accepting his uh, Golden Globe in 2004 for the oh, Kings. Cool. Well, oh, good. Peter Jackson. <laughs> so he's a friend of the pod. Yeah, there we go. Nice. That's official now. <laughs> um sweet uh cool um yeah so jason and trace you guys traveled to that computer store in columbia south carolina to attend an underworlds tournament um so we have a a friend of the show guest of the show brandon huss um who lives in that area uh and i think that's his home store um so um you guys went down to kind of support him and his community down there um, so, uh, why don't you guys just kind of talk about it, gave us a quick recap, you know, of, of the event, you know, what you faced, what you were running, um, and any of their highlights. So why don't we start with you, Chase? Sure. Um, so first off, thanks to Brandon for actually hosting the event and inviting us to come down. We had a really good time. Uh, it was good to get to see him and, uh kind of see what his local store looks like it's actually really kind of cool it's got a lot of it's got it's a, got a lot of product in it as far as games workshop stuff goes we were really surprised at how much stuff it had yeah, for the size of the shop wide selection yeah it was a lot of stuff um and um there were six of us total um okay. it was myself jason forgot the name of the first guy that i played um well, you're well, the best because i'm a terrible person um and then brandon um hank another guy from a local meta from where i grew up and his son were there so six people total um i ended up playing the gentleman that i forgot his name first and he played Zarbags Gets, and I took a new trial version of Molog that I had never played before. A um, little bit more flexible style play with him, and it was it was interesting. Like it was fun to try and like to play him in a different way than I played him at Nova. Yeah. Um, and the only reason why I took him was because I didn't have my Rippas painted. And I wanted to take Rippos with me, but the Rippos weren't done yet. And so I was like, well, I'm going to just take something that's completely painted since Jason and I are coming down and traveling. And I wanted to have yeah. something that I knew I'd spend a lot of time on and looked good. Um, <clears throat> so took my log. And he still functions pretty good. It's just a matter of you can't – it's not just point and click, go smash stuff now. Um so it was fun to to play with him in a different capacity. So played Zarbags gets first. I won those games relatively handily because the guy was pretty new um, to the game. 
and I just kind of talked through as I told him, I was like, this guy is a very different experience than what you're going to play for the rest of the day. Um, cause he's basically a one man show. Um, yeah. And once, once we played through, he was like, yeah, he really, really is. And so playing into a large war band kind of helps my log. Um, so that was my first game. Second game, I actually played Brandon, who had the Banshees, and we ended up splitting our first two games. And then the last game really came down to who won the um, the role to go first in the last round. Because um, if I had won the role, I had cards in my hand to do what I needed to do, and Brandon had what he needed to have in his hand to get what he needed to have done, which was to kill Molog. Ah. Um, he won the role. He killed Molog. I lost the other game. So, yeah, but I'll, I'll take a loss like that any day. And, you know, we, we had some good games and it was nice to get to go back and forth with him. Um, and then my third game, I played against Hank and Hank brought iron souls condemners. And I, played hallway with him uh made him like come to me so he couldn't like spread out and get to my other fighters yep um first round first round i made a mistake and i charged somebody that i shouldn't have charged and so and we didn't really score a lot the first round so it was like six to five oh yeah and then the second round Dice got hot, and I started thumping Stormcast. And then third round, um, basically played the waiting game on the third round, made him come to me, um, and he would like back up, and then I would just like push him forward, and then I would charge again. <laughs> so it was it was it was fun games, but um, Hank's a great Hank's a great sport, and he and I he's who got me into miniatures games when I was younger anyway. So it was it was cool to get to play him again. Um, really, really good experience. I ended up winning Best Painted, which was nice. Got to take yep. a Golden Demon card home, which was cool. That's awesome. It's uh, a Golden Demon Denial in this one, right? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yep. Sweet. Um, so yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Had a good time. Um, hope everybody that I played with had a good time. Um, hope to get to go again. Nice. Yeah. Cool. All right, Jason. Sweet. So, I mean, first off, like, you know, thanks for the, for hosting Brandon in the store. Um, like Trace was saying, like, you don't think of a hobby shop called that computer store, but it's cool because they have kind of like an arcade, um, shop. I guess they like refurbish or build, uh, kind of the emulator arcade games in one half with like some computer support. And then the other half is a hobby store with video games and, and a wide selection of hobby products. So uh, definitely cool to get down there. Uh, definitely cool to, to hang out with Brandon. Uh, more importantly though, we got to spend what eight hours in the car with trace. So yeah, lots uh, was, of bonded time. Yeah. It was good. Good conversations. It's been a while since we were able to get away for that that amount of time. Uh, it sucked to have to pay the babysitter for a nine-hour day, but uh, you know, it's the small things we do to escape and have fun. So, um, 
As far as the game goes, humble brag about how rich you are there, bud. Right. Humble <laughs> <Brave>. <laughs> I, I saved my pennies to be able to do this. Oh, um, uh, that's funny. And then, uh, what a dick. <laughs> Aren't you glad I'm back? <laughs> um, totally lost my. Oh, so I took uh, the spoilers to the event. Um, you know, the reason I took the spoilers is because I think they, they fit a good role right now where they can play passive objectives, but at the same time, they can reach out and touch somebody. So I kind of doubled down on the extra glory for kills with like Tome of um, Tome of Offering and Trophy Belts and then the Infaction one um, as well. And then plus have kind of what has become the staples of cards for objector, objectives. Um, although I do not run Temp Victory, so uh, that's the one where you're standing on three and score for two because they already have one of those, right? So the Despoilers yeah. have one. So I don't double down on that, but uh, that was kind of my thought because I thought for sure going to a tournament we would see Grimwatch or Thorns, and I thought if if I could play one of those, then I could kill them and still keep up with Glory because um, what I've noticed playing into Thorns once they go one time and do Varkloff push and cover all the objectives, yeah, uh, it's really hard to get them off unless you kill them. So, um, yeah, so that was the thought. Uh, you know, we get there and there's not a single one of those factions. And in fact, besides me, the only other large warband was the Gits. So round one, I actually played Hank and his Iron Souls and... You know, my last experience was with Iron Souls was getting Romful stopped by Jared into my gits. Um, but I do know that Iron Souls struggle with objectives, so I, you know, I felt confident. Um, in the first game, I took it ten to or yeah, ten to eight, so it was really close. Uh, really came down to, to some die rolls, and Hank played well and kind of kept me on my toes, and I couldn't get much going. Uh, second game came around, and I won that fairly fairly handedly. Uh, to move on to the next round, which I played Aiden, uh, which was Hank's son. And he also had Stormcasts, um, and he, but he was playing old-school Stormcasts and um, Steelhearts Champions. And the game, like, the two games we played would have been much closer. Like, Aiden kept putting himself in position to do, like, sweep attacks or, like, set himself up to be able to hit one thing and then hit another thing the next turn. But what that did is it gave me a bunch of support on defense. And Despoilers don't have a lot of defense, but whenever he did that, it just panned out for me from a dice standpoint. So match the, the whole second round against him went really in my favor because the dice were in my favor. But he, he could have done a better job at like kind of picking his spots where he moved his guys and probably would have given me a little harder of time. Um, but his play was sound. It just... I just didn't understand why he would kind of go into the middle of, of people. But, hey, he's still learning. He he had a smile on his face at the end of the day, so that's all that matters. Um, so then that paired me up with uh, Brandon in the final round. Uh, like Trace said, he was playing Lady. He had just taken out my partner in crime, Trace. So I knew that this was kind of like the game. Uh, luckily, during the day, I hadn't dropped another game. So, uh, you know, it was... It was a good final round. 
the opening game of the final round, the really the first turn kind of swung in my favor. I, I can't remember exactly what happened in the first thing. All I know is that uh, Lady Harrow herself was sitting uh, in a position where I could char- charge in with the Doom Bowl, or what I refer to as the Doom Bowl, um, and, uh, and, uh, and, and basically take her out, and that happened. So I was able to have uh, redundancy and dice with the, you know, the re-roll that's, that uh, they start with. So ran in, took her out, and that was kind of all she wrote for, for game one. Once she was gone, you could tell that he was on his back foot from his, from his uh, objective standpoint um you know and then i I did see some things coming so he was kind of covering objectives and you know i was also playing objectives so i was able to score mine but then disrupt through pushes and ploys where he couldn't score coveted spoils or you know supremacies or stuff like that he didn't run supremacy but it just kind of looked like he was so i kept uh deflecting away uh, game two went a little bit differently, so he was able to get into my backfield and disrupt the, the you know, the little goats fairly well and quickly. And also, Lady Harrow didn't present herself uh, in a in a way for me to kill her. Uh, and he took out what's his real name because I can't remember. Uh, I did... can't remember his name either. It starts with a K, I think. I don't remember. Gashrak is the. Gashrak is the the leader, right? I don't want to keep calling the Doom Bowl and everybody being like, "What the hell is he talking about?" Um, Hold on, I'm sure the internet can save us. I'm sure they can, but anyway, like he was able to take him out early, which is kind of my big damage dealer. Um, And the game was really close. There was one point, I think it was in turn two, where I had to jump across the board um, with with sneak and get cheeky and land on the and get on an objective through pushing uh i was able to get the hunter um trophy hunter on on him and plus tome of offering and kind of soup him up and take out one of the the banshees in the back and that was kind of like that three glory was was essential yeah um but then at the end of the turn he kind of he kind of caught up uh, and he scored Dominion of Death, and you could tell he's like, I have this. And luckily, I had the objectives. Um, one was just like hold an objective in their their zone, and the other one was if I have five fighters out of action. If there's five fighters out of action, I have one surviving. I scored two, uh, and with my last activation, I moved on to an objective. So we both score seventeen, and I'm holding objective. So it means we tie, which means that that that's really it. So if he if we play uh, round three, he wins. Uh, yeah, he like we basically tie because I'll have a win, he'll have a win, and then he had dropped more games during the day, so mm. he would have went to loss. So would would have taken it. So end up by pulling one out with the despoilers was was pretty pretty happy. Nice. Um, you know, added another trophy. Uh, and the coveted code. So um, wasn't expecting to walk away with one, but I'm glad I did. Uh, and then the highlight of the day was not the tournament. Oh. Oh. So for people that listen to podcasts, you may have heard of Brandon at ATC. He plays with his sons. 
Um, so, you know, people often talk about his sons playing. They're, they're relatively young. Uh, Taylor, I don't know exactly how old he is, but he's, you know, like between 10 and 13, I guess. He's not, he's not a, he's a younger, younger kid, but, uh, for reasons that we will not name, he was not able to play in the tournament, but he was still there. He was on punishment from dad. But after the last round, you know, he said that he could play because one of the only reasons I drove down there was to play the infamous Taylor. Um, and he pulled out Ripa's. So he got the, he also won the context from what the, the contest from what the hex. Um, so they picked up Ripa's that day. He assembled them right in front of me. Um, he already had a deck built for Ripa's. Um, and he continued or just started to crush me. So, you know, I lost to, to Taylor that, uh, he should have been in the tournament cause he, uh, he put a whipping on me in, in a best of one. Uh, and that was my highlight of the day was being able to play him in all his glory and, and have him take one for, for, for the wolf riders. So that's awesome. It was a lot of fun. Sweet. Well, cool. So, uh, yeah, so Molog still got still has some uh, some sleepy teeth, <laughs> kind of. And uh, Jason can't remember Draknar's name. There you go, Draknar. There, yeah, yeah, there. there it is. Doesn't cool. start with a K. No, it, it, there is a K in there. <laughs> so I was way just, off. Yeah, actually, Doom I think Jason was closer with Doombull because at least he has the first letter right. So anyway, <laughs> yeah. So well, I'm glad you has had a good time um congrats again jason on winning the the trophy and congrats trace on winning best painted so you know a, a little twofer um thank you yeah no way to represent so, yeah um so so we'll take a break here and when we get back uh we'll uh, we'll do our our 2019 highlights and welcome back all righty so it's this time, guys. It's time for us to recap the year and kind of discuss some highlights that we had over the year and what we thought we did well, you know, that kind of stuff. It's like the highlight reel. It's like the sports center of our year. The sizzle reel. All right. I'm ready. So, Jared, ready. are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Highlights, ready, go. Okay, so um, this is in no particular order, um, but I was thinking about it this week, and I think that one of my favorite things that we have done together uh, this year was Blackstone Fortress. Um, just kind of the the relaxed nature of it, the cooperative nature of it, the excuse to for all of us to hang out together and all be playing the same game at the same time um the fact that uh diet grek i am crute got the super secret prize from the sealed envelope definitely doesn't have anything to do with it <laughs> i was gonna say it's because you got that crap yeah well you guys tried to deny me from getting artifacts and stuff the whole game and then who was there at the end to Let's do the thing clear. that needed to be done <laughs> Let's be clear. You and Jason were having a battle about it. Danny and I were just like, whatever. That's what I was going to say. I think the main reason why you enjoyed Blackstone Fortress was because you got to annoy Jason on the regular. That's probably true. Yeah. 
Oh. Who who opened the door continuously so you could get that? Like you're so stupid. I can't help it. I'm just a simple crude. It's fine. It's fine. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> so, um, so I had a lot of fun with Blackstone Fortress and. Anybody that uh, is on the fence about whether to play it or not, if you've got a group of people to play with, um, it's a good time. It's a kind of a break from the norm of other tabletop war games. Um, and you can be as board gamey with it or as kind of RPG with it as you want to be. Um, so uh, definitely recommend it. Uh, th- so I've got two more. Um, the other one was uh, actually painting the thousand points of corn for the age of Sigmar doubles for Nova. Um, just thinking about, you know, kind of the, the rhythm that I got into with that, the, the kind of the planning, uh, that went into it. Um, and just looking back and seeing how focused I was on, on that project and, and seeing it come to completion and then seeing it done and all together, um, with, uh, traces half of the army as well. So once it was all displayed and everything was ready, um, and I guess I can't claim that I played it painted a thousand points. I painted seven hundred and some odd because Trace painted the Bloodthirster. But it's fine. You yeah, painted a thousand points. It's fine. It's fine. I did paint the skull altar throne. You dais. did. You did. Still don't know the name of that thing. I don't know what's worse. Me with that, or Jason with the Doom Bowl. Probably the same. It's um, okay. Yeah, and then I'm not going to correct you yeah. because I don't do that every time like you do. No, <laughs> I don't. I don't do it every time. And the person who's correcting me about being the corrector. That was not the point, Trace. I know. <laughs> was it? Yes, it was. Anyway, um, so what's that, your third? Yep. So the third one is, um, I mean, it's, I mean, it, it's not a shock. Uh, was just Nova. So um, just the whole experience, and I, I think it kind of encompasses. I mean, it encompassed everything about the hobby that I have enjoyed. So I got to play Underworlds. I got to play Age of Sigmar. I got to play Warhammer 40k. Um, I got to spend a ton of time with you chumps, um, just hanging out. And being buds, and and it not being about war games the whole time. That we got to talk about, uh, you know, Star Wars and potential spoilers. And congrats to Trace for calling the spoiler. I don't D- want to say it. Say just, it. Yes, yep, yep. But Trace called it. I, don't, uh, I remember spending a lot of time not talking about Star Wars during. That's Nova. true. Yeah. Well, we started talking about Star Wars. <laughs> there was a lot of time not talking about Star Wars, which was also a highlight. Um. Yeah, so that's a good point. But, um, you know, just, you know, trying new things and, and playing new games, you know, with Blackstone Fortress and trying out new things with um, with Underworlds and stuff. Um, and I think kind of the, the add-on is I, like, I feel like I am developing as a person in my ability to balance you know, my desire to be a gamer and my desire to be a good husband and my desire to be a good father. Um, a lot of that 
came to a head. Um, most of that has been off the air, um, just for the sake of privacy, but, um, just, you know, really working on that balance and, and balancing that balancing friendships and games and family and work and all of those things. Um, I guess that's the title. Like that's what we talk about. Yeah. So. So I guess, I guess that's been, that was the true highlight. Um, but yeah, so that was, uh, I think that's 2019 for me. Uh, Danny, 2019 for you? Oh, man. Um, it's a lot of the same kind of bullet points on a hobby front. I had a very big year on the personal front this year. Um, that's true. Yeah, got married and I bought a house. And then I traveled a lot with honeymoons and all sorts of other stuff. Um so it wasn't necessarily a year in which I felt particularly focused on gaming as a hobby, but still managed to get quite a lot done. Um, I'm pretty proud of creating and painting an entire Lord of the Rings army. Uh, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm a little disappointed that I never got to actually finish my thousand points of Ultramarines, but I at least got... Oh, Danny. Uh-oh. Very miniatures I painted all year was uh, my my burner babe. And um, so that was kind of like all at the end of the year. feel pretty satisfied with the work that I got done. Um, then for like highlights, I think meeting uh, the... Middle Earth strategy battle game crew at Nova was very exciting and they were very welcoming and it kind of uh, took the, the ease off, I think, um, or took the edge off and, and, and eased me into to Nova in a, in a nice way. Um, I think getting getting uh, slightly inebriated while playing the Lord of the Rings doubles was, was a highlight of the year. Nice. Uh, made for some fun decision making. And then... Um, just kind of hanging out, like you said, hanging out with everybody. I don't want to repeat that, but that was really uh, fruitful. And, and just we don't get to spend a ton of time together. Although I do feel like most of the times we go to game, we'll play a game and then spend an equivalent amount of time just kind of. Yeah, just chatting. Three days of doing that. And um, it's a, to be totally honest, it's kind of a year where I feel a little bit of. Uh, I'm a little, I think, disenchanted with gaming at this particular moment. I'm not super into my hobby or super excited about it at this exact moment, um, but it was still a good year. It's kind of a weird balancing act in my brain. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds, I mean, we all go through those phases, Danny. I don't think that that's anything out of the normal. I mean, you've had a ton of other life highlights, so... It's completely yeah. understandable that your your hobby highlights and your desire for gaming would not be quite as high as it has been in the past. So makes total sense. Yeah, it, it's just been tough too. Like I think, uh, like you guys fell in love with Underworlds, and I kind of didn't, and so 
that kind of also was like a thing where it's like I never wanted to get in the way of you guys pursuing Underworlds because it's like that's your hobby time freaking run it man if like you're passionate about it and serious about it like go do it but I was like but I don't really want to go play Underworlds and so that also yeah. kind of left me in weird spots at times like I never felt bad about it I just was like eh, I don't really feel like doing that and so what else am I going to do with my time yeah totally get it yep and that's it's that's really big of you Danny yeah and, and to well, encourage us to pursue our dreams instead of being like, but what about Danny? <laughs> well, maybe on the inside, this one. No, <laughs> no I, I'm super psyched for you guys. Like, I'm always curious to see how you guys do. And during Nova, I spent a lot of time just hanging out in the, the Underworlds room and seeing how you guys were doing and chatting with some of the guys that you guys made friends with. and. Um, and that was really fun too. Like when we went to dinner with all those Underworlds guys, I had a really great time at that dinner and I didn't know any of them and I don't know that game at all pretty much at this point, but it yeah. was a lot of fun. And so, uh, I'm definitely psyched. Like when you guys do well and when you're excited about the game, it's just not a game that ever really connected with me. Yeah. It's okay, Danny. I told you, I found all of my, I know. so <laughs> you just need to tell me when you want to play and I'll, Come let you beat up on me with your Minas Tirith people. <laughs> well, that's like sweet. The, it'll be the battle of the high toughnesses. Yes. High defenses. Yeah. Yep. I actually do have some berserkers, so that's good. There you go. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're like I think they're like defense six or something like that. They're crazy defensive. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the the Lord of the Minas Tirith guys. I think they're base six, but then like you can get them up to eight. I think with different shenanigans. Yeah. Oh, so. Yeah. Well, Jason, how did you? What are your tippy tops for the year? Well, there's so many. Um, you know, I think, I think for me, you know, to start the year was uh, finally getting glass, as weird as it sounds, with uh, the Godsworn Hunt. Um, you know, it kind of eluded me for for some time, uh, and then to do it with with the Godsworn Hunt, which were at the time deemed to be kind of off meta was, was, you know, proud for me. Plus I got to come home and show Emma that, Hey, look, I actually won something when I spend all this time away from you. Um, so that was cool. Uh, you know, starting the podcast was, is definitely a highlight for me because, you know, my hobby goes the way we go. And, and if I'm not talking about it and engaged in it, I, that's when my mojo stops. So, you know, part of the, the creation of what we do here was me being selfish and just being like, I want to talk to you guys. Like, I want to talk about this stuff. And, and, um, you know, with the, the crazy lives that we live and having families and work and all that, like, it was, you know, like I get to talk to you guys twice a month, uh, you know, for a couple hours. And that really helps keep me engaged in miniatures. Um, the days of going to the shop and hanging out two days in a row or three days in a row, like, yeah. like way I, far gone, <laughs> way far gone. And I, you know, that's why I think, uh, I, th- I think, you know, sometimes we, you know, with 40 K, I'm not as engaged anymore because we don't. We don't interact a lot with it, so this has definitely kept me in in the hobby uh, by being able to talk to you guys on the regular. Um, 
you know, another, another highlight, um, would be the balance that I've kind of come with my wife. So, you know, I shouldn't say, you know, for our listeners that don't know, uh, you know, my gaming time was always a struggle. Um, Sarah and I definitely have had some conversations where my mind is too much focused on gaming. Um, but this year I think we actually kind of worked it out and came to a balance where, you know, I'm able to get away at least twice a month and she's able to get away some time and we're at a pretty good point where we don't hold that against each other. So, um, that's a big accomplishment. It's allowed me to dive into Underworlds even more, um, because I can actually get out there and, and play. And then I would be remiss if I did not mention, uh, Nova. And for me, it was just the experience of hanging out with everyone. Um, Really, my favorite memories of Nova this year were playing Warcry in the lobby of the hotel, um, playing uh, the Marvel card game at, in, at the bar, and almost missing. When we shouldn't the, have been. Yeah, almost missing the preview. <laughs> um, though, and that's you know that's the, that was like the pinnacle of of the the hangout hobby this year was was Nova. Um, and then lastly, my last one is, uh, you know, the community building that we're doing here uh, in Raleigh for whether it's Underworlds or whether it changes into another game. Uh, I've really liked scheduling the meetups. Now, granted, I wish attendance was a little more as we only get, you know, two to three additional players. Um, but just putting my putting myself out there uh, as far as like social media and starting conversations and and doing things like that, although I want to do more and I hope that it takes off. Um, but that has been very enjoyable to try to, you know, facilitate the growth of the community here. So looking looking forward to that. And that's it's kind of my, my highlights. Like Danny, though, the only low light is being a little disenfranchised with 40K. So oh. that definitely happened uh, this year for me. Not 100% sure other than just not being engaged um, totally in it. Um, but yeah, I w- like that would be my only look back and wish I wish I had played some more 40K in an enjoyable manner. Yeah, I think part of our Nova experience didn't help on that front. Um, I think you had some highs and some lows in 40 at Nova and I just pretty much just had a low and it felt kind of like I put a lot of work and expectation into something that ended up kind of stinking at the end of the day um, and then you and I have also talked to about some of the, like the the way they're creating rules and stuff right now is not particularly enjoyable either it did yeah I mean I love GW I love what they're doing but the rat race of keeping up with books is really really like it's getting taxing for sure yeah like yeah. i i honestly like my enthusiasm took a huge nosedive when they created a new like right before nova when they created the new space marines codex and they had the ultramarine supplements and had all these supplements and like i i literally like was so excited and even yeah, you thanked super the 40k hyped. team like about like oh like this is so much fun like these chapters have flavor now and like i think they did a great job with how they'd written those books and then within it was it was like two months 
they'd created a psychic awakening book that was like, oh, and here's a bunch of other brand new rules that you'd absolutely need to have if you're going to be a Space Marines player. And it's like, why couldn't have any of this been in the actual codex? Like, why yeah. are you milking me for another book? And then a couple months later, another book. And it's like, it just really kind of rubbed me the wrong way. And I know that they're not necessary, but they are, right? Like, if you're going to play with your toys, you want to be able to play with your toys in every way possible. Yep. And it, it's, it just felt like a really cheap money grab to me at the end of the day, and I, I didn't like it. Yeah, I totally get that. I mean, and we talked about that kind of on the show about how we were really dissatisfied with the fact that, like, they put all those rules into Faith and Fury, and we were like, but why, why didn't you just put that stuff in the other book? Like, we know we know that you have to sell stuff, but sell it with, like, more stratagems that you don't have to have, like, these other things for. Like, it just doesn't make any sense, but yes. Um, so I guess I'll kind of go on my hobby highlights for the year now. Um, probably my number one surprisingly is actually making this podcast with you guys like we talked about it a lot last nova um on the way back like we should do it we should do it we should do it and then we finally just did it and we ripped the band-aid off and it's been just a really enjoyable experience and i really hope that the people who have listened to us have enjoyed it as much as we've enjoyed making it because it's just it's just a lot of fun just getting together and just talking um, and I know that that's kind of a mushy like feeling, but it 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 I would not be where I am with these games if it wasn't for you guys. So, um, just like Jason said. So, so that's probably my number one. Um, number two, number two. Um. Who would, does number two work for? <laughs> <laughs> um, number two would probably be list building and getting everything prepped for Nova for the Age of Sigmar doubles because I've just always loved the fantasy setting and like it made my heart so happy to like come up with a list that we felt like was competitive but fun and fluffy and we got to dome archaeon with three bulgores and it was amazing we um, did the thing yeah we did a thing design a list to do the thing and then do the thing yep um, very satisfying it is very satisfying um so that was probably number two um and then my third would be just trying to trying to be more focused on painting um i did not do as well this year as i wanted to but i'm still satisfied with like some of the things that i experimented with and um just like this is the first year i actually made like display boards and i'd never really done that before it's the first year that i like really really experimented playing with texture on a model and i felt like i did that pretty well um so just little painting milestones for me were 
probably my third. So two of those things were not particularly gaming related, but um, and then you know hanging out with you guys at Nova was like I, I didn't want to take that from everybody else because that's kind of all on all three, all four of our lists. You know, just getting to hang out with each other is always always a highlight. So, um, but. Those were kind of my year in review, and I can't wait to see what we come up with for this next year. And with that, I think we'll take a break and come back, and we'll talk about our goals for this year. Happy New Year! It's 2020, guys. We made it. It's another year, another wonderful 12 months of looking forward to what we want this hobby to be for us so i'm super excited to start 2020 with all these plans and all of these goals and all these commitments that won't make it another 15 days but let's hear it for you jared what are your 2020 hopes goals and dreams for the hobby uh yeah so let's say what do i want to commit to that i will not do at all it's not about commitment you can just <laughs> say this is what i'd like to do yeah there we go this uh, is not a resolution this is a goal it's a goal all right so i think i'll start with this one is um so i have won one warhammer underworlds tournament but it was not for glass i would like to win a piece of glass in 2020 so we'll start with that one um that one's pretty easy pretty tangible <laughs> uh, um, easy it's easy well it's an Thanks. easy easy Thanks. goal to say it's an easy goal to say not not an easy goal to necessarily accomplish um, i can't hear you from the cotton of your pocket jason <laughs> that's true yeah yeah can we just Let talk about look. the cotton of my pocket one second <laughs> i researched coins and i was gonna get a coin printed to like get in my pocket and I was just going to hand it to you, but uh, they're really expensive. Oh, man. That's unfortunate. <laughs> Jared, Jared has uh, a skull that you can borrow. <laughs> I guess that's goal, uh, goal 1.2 is to get out of Jason's pocket in real life. Because, man, I freaking crush you on when we're not playing in a tournament. I don't know what's wrong with me. Maybe that should be goal two is to not go on tilt. When I game competitively, um, so throw away the salt. Goal two. Yeah, yeah, go, yeah. Just remove salt from my diet. I probably have high blood pressure anyway. Um, yeah. So uh, I am excited about continuing to paint the Bone Reapers and playing Age of Sigmar. Um, and I would like to play more than what did we play? Five games last year, Trace, including our three doubles games. Yes. Yeah, I think I played my Stormcast into your Nurgle once. Yes. And then I played my half of the doubles against your half of the doubles. Yes. And then we played our three doubles games. So maybe yes. getting more than three Age of Sigmar or five Age of Sigmar games in in twenty twenty. I think that's a it's a reasonable goal. Especially now that we're gonna get Jason to start playing. Um Which is one and, of my goals for the year. Yep. And then um well, you need so, to stop working on the sleeves at Slaves to darkness, darkness to slaves demotivates me. Oh, okay. All right, all right. <laughs> get those, uh, get those ogres painted. 
Um, They're the first on the docket. They really are. Um, What else? 2020. Trying to think ahead with clear vision. No? Nobody? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That's a rough crowd. Uh, That's a rough dad joke. It is, yeah. Well, you know. If only I could show everybody the meme of Picard. Yeah, the face palm. Just the face palm. Just all the yep. face palms right now. Um, you know it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, things I'm excited about. Um, the Ritual of the Damned Psychic Awakening book is going to have some additional rules for the Grey Knights. So I'm just going to be excited so that I can experience disappointment when they still <laughs> don't do what I want them to do. Um but I will say this to tie this segment into the last segment. As a Grey Knights player, I have had not had to buy four different books in order to play my army. It's Yet. still just the rule book and the Grey Knights Codex, and that's it. So I don't need Vigilus Ablaze. I don't need my second Codex. I don't need Faith and Fury. You know, I, just well, I, I don't think it's a problem unless you played Chaos or Space Marines. Like, yeah, it really is Chaos, just Space two. Marines, or Space Marines. Like, yeah, it really everything is else, those. it's great. I, yeah. Everything else, it's great. But, to, like, Danny's point, like, the Space Marine, you know, there's the potato pictures floating out there that we might get new Space Marine units, which will only make, make that it worse. worse. Yep. So, yeah. Anyway. And, the, yeah. and the thing is, like, you knew that was coming, and that is almost, I don't know, it didn't make it any better. But, like, at the same time, I just kind of miss the days when it was like, oh, all right, well, we're going to update this army. Here's everything. Here's all your shit. Army. Yeah. yeah. Like, take this shit and you can buy it whenever you please. And like, yep. I, I don't know. I feel like I'm on some kind of weird subscription model that I didn't want to be on. Yeah, right. Yeah, we're definitely in the, uh, the, the downloadable content version of Warhammer, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Anyway. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, I, di- I digress. That's what my point is: is that Grey Knights, you should be excited about it. Yeah. So, yes, you uh, should continue. be. So I'm excited about Grey Knights and to see where those go, and hopefully to be excited about putting them on the table again. Um, I'm really looking forward to continuing to work on kind of the balance, you know, the 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 life game balance, and um, you know, trying to to reach a spot that is good and healthy and fun, um, you know, where I'm getting to spend the time with you guys that I want to spend and spend the time hobbying that I want to spend and spend, um, you know, the time with my wife that I want to spend and spend the time with my kids that I want to spend. And I'm not, you know, in a place where, uh, you know, like I'm, I feel like I'm holding things against, you know, gaming or you guys or my wife or my kids. And, you know, there's not, you know, this sense of disappointment, just trying to, I guess, like trying to find my Zen in, in life and appreciating every moment for that moment to, uh, to call back to a, a conversation that Danny and I had. What? I'm surprised you ago? remember that conversation. Yeah, I was, I was, I think that was, that was the night that I passed out on the, on the bed for like it was 15 minutes. <laughs> I'm yeah. amazed you remember that. Yeah. yeah. I assume that was a long gone conversation. No, yeah, no, no. I actually, I think I can honestly say I don't ever, I don't, I don't think I've ever blacked out from drinking. You Not even camping that enough. one time. No, Bobby no. I remember, I remember that. 2020. Yeah. 2020 goal. Blackout. Get blackout, blackout. drunk. 
perfect. Yeah, forget everything else. That's the only thing I need to do this year. I'm putting um, it on the board. Blackout drunk. Blackout drunk, Jared. Oh, God. Please, no. That does not sound like fun. Um, maybe if I were a, a, a decade <laughs> younger. Uh, yeah. We could, we could do that. Um, I would like to uh, get my kids more into gaming to like explore that and whether that's just like simple board games or trying to do kinder worlds, um, you know, whatever the case is, but just to, to open that world to them so that it's an option. Um, cause like when I was growing up, it was a lot of monopoly and sorry. And I'm sorry, but those games are not good. <laughs> like they are obnoxious and I do not want to play, you know, Candyland again, if I can ever help it. Um, Dude, we got this version of Candyland for Christmas that has real candy. It's what? the greatest. Oh, man, I need to get on that. <laughs> All right. How, there's another goal. Find the actual candy version of Candyland. Um, and then, I, you know, I think, um, you know, just continuing to spend time with you guys and, and hanging out. And even if it's under pseudo obligation where, you know, Twice a month, we spend a couple of hours chatting um, so that we can record this podcast um, and get that going. Um, I think that's it. Continuing to grow the community would be cool, but I feel like I'm, I, I just want to be a little selfish and get some shade glass and have the great nights be awesome. And <laughs> so. All right, so my, my one question I'm going to throw here, like one, yeah. not for you, but like just in the hobby in general, like it could be GW releasing a product line, it could be, you know, a new line of paints. Mm. What's one thing that you'd like to see in 2020? Like the, the sky's the limit. It could be anything you want. Uh, hmm. Yeah, so I think product-wise, release-wise, I think well, – what would make my day would be some sort of primaris version of great nights. Um, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, just based on conversations that have happened at other preview events, but yeah, I mean, that would be totally awesome. I said that at our first Nova, we were sitting in the preview and, you know, some sort of updated upscaled, you know, true scale gray night army, would just be incredible. Put it on the board. Yep. There awesome. we go. Trace. So how, do, how do you guys feel about putting our goals in the show notes? I'm writing them down. So. Okay. Are you okay? Good. Um. You're up, Trace. You're, okay. Cool. Hopes, goals, and dreams. Hopes, I'm, goals, and dreams. Um. My hope is that. I can become a more pleasant opponent at times. That is a that is one of my goals this year is to become an enjoyable opponent to everybody. I do that really well with people I don't know. <laughs> really yep. well. Yeah. You two yahoos though. <laughs> it's it's rough. Um, and I don't know what it is, and I can't explain it. Um, 
but that is one of my goals this year is to just be chill. Um, Jesus, Jason. And Jason's not helping my cause right now. Um, <laughs> it doesn't help here's, when you have a troll as a friend. Tip. Just just don't care. Well, Tell yourself if you don't care. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's one of my goals for this year. And I hope that I can kind of correct that because um, it, it's I've found it very I've it's been a very uh, this past year has been very like self-reflective for me. And I've just noticed that like when I play against somebody that I don't really know that well, I'm a super nice opponent. But against you two, I don't know what it is. Um it's probably just because you're both better than me, and that's just that's just an insecurity thing. Um, anyway, so that's one of them. My other goal is to just paint as much as possible. Um, just fight the war against the gray. Fight the good fight this year and see how far I can get. Um, just lower your standards. No. Um, no, no, because like part of part of my part of my goal is not is to still paint to a high quality, but paint quickly enough that I can be satisfied and just and still get through models. Um, I did a te- I did a test on a unit of a paint scheme that I will not share with the group just yet. Because it is a secret little thing I'm working on. Oh um, my gosh! Spoilers. Yep. Secret. So, but it turned out really, really well, and I will continue to do that kind of in the back, in the background. Um, but uh, painting the ogres is definitely one of the things I've got. You know, from the stuff that I had and stuff that I bought when Jared and I split the box, and then just like. A couple little things here and there just to round out the list. I've got a 2,000-point list ready to go. So um, it's I'm getting it finished building, and I'm just going to paint it all at a, at one time. Nice. Um, like I said, i got a new air compressor coming, so when that comes, it, this is going to be the first like big project for me for the year is to get the ogres on the table and ready to go. Um, so that's one. Helping Jason navigate the um, the paths of the slaves of slaves slaves to darkness will be a fun little project too. He and I've <laughs> already kind of talked about it a little bit. Um, yes. So we will see where that goes, whether or not he commits to it or not. He's just been asking me questions, and I've been trying to push him in different directions based off of what he likes. So that's a goal is to kind of get <clears throat> more people involved in that. And then another goal of mine is to play more Age of Sigmar. Um, I would like to do one tournament outside of Nova Ooh. for sure. Um, so I'll be looking out for that and just kind of trying to play more games with that where I can. Um and then to be a better Underworlds player, because I can't 
keep up with you too. So, says the man who finished higher than anyone else on the podcast at Nova. Well, I also took the autopilot warband. Um, yeah, that's about it. Be a better player. Be a better friend. Be a better painter. <laughs> about covers it. It's pretty narrow. Yeah. It's a wide target, so I don't miss, Danny. <laughs> hey, I respect the game. I mean, yeah. Like, Jared had very, like, these are the thing. Trace is just like, I'm going to cast this wide net. I want to I wanna be better player, be a better friend, paint. Oh, I'm just trolling you again to try to get under your skin. Yeah. You know what, Jason? I, could... I just don't care. There, see, it works. <laughs> there it is. I'm telling you, man. Solid advice. Jared, Jared bought into it. Yep. Fantastic. I mean, some of those I think we can we can knock out, um, and I have no doubt that you staying committed to your painting is going to happen this year. Um, but you'll have to wait for me to go to talk about AOS. So, with that, Danny, the 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 odd one. That doesn't like the underworlds. What are your hobby goals for this year? Uh, let me see. It's uh, wind glass, uh, <laughs> wind glass, coming out uh, of nowhere. Shape glass. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I, I don't. I can't say that I necessarily have any kind of hard and fast goals that I'm looking forward to. Uh, something that I really learned in the last like two months. Uh, through doing painting these crisis protocol miniatures is how much I've enjoyed uh, painting something for someone else. Uh, yeah. Like it was really pretty rewarding and it, it kept me motivated and uh, I think pushed me uh, in a lot of good ways. And so it's just something I've been thinking about. I don't really have any way to apply that self-knowledge yet, but uh, it's something that I'm trying to kind of maybe push into the new year is like, all right, well, if I really enjoyed that, how can I make that something that happens more often than this one-off Christmas present idea that I had? Mm, you heard um, it here so, first, Danny's commission painter. <laughs> yeah, here I am, folks. <laughs> Pro I got a whole stack of stuff right here. <laughs> you better have my money, too. <laughs> Friend rates, I'll give you nothing. <laughs> Hugs. Um... But so that's something I've been thinking about. Uh, as much as I just sat here and complained about 40K, I am like begrudgingly excited about the release of Plastic Sisters because it is a crusade I've been on for a very long time, but I am determined to go about it in a well thought out and reasoned way. I'm going to approach it the way Jared approached the OCR Bone Reapers. It's going to be book first. And I'm going to dig into the book and I'm going to see what I like from a rules perspective and maybe just try to build a force there. But that is something that I'm not committing to. It's just a thought that I have in my head. Uh, but I definitely will be buying the book because I got to have that book. I uh, appreciate your resolve in not buying the like the preview box. Yeah. Well, I, I found that I have gotten myself into a, some... They're not like to say a bad situation. It's way over dramatic about it, but like space marines are always in the starter boxes, and I've been buying them, and they end up being this kind of like 
here's a smattering of random units that I feel obliged to play that I don't really care about. Mm. Uh, and I think the way that GW has been writing books lately uh, lends itself more to being like, all right, um, you really like, I don't know, assault Marines. Like, this is how you build a force that maximizes assault Marines. Like, here's your warlord trait. Here's your uh, uh, stratagems. Like, here's all of these things. And here's some artifacts, and you can just really soup it up to make that work the way that you want it to work. And I want to kind of try to do that with whatever I choose to do in 40k next, rather than just like being like, oh, I have one of everything. So I don't think that's a fun way to play anymore uh, in 40k. So what you're saying is you want to build a true army instead of being a collector like we have been in the past. Yeah, yeah, that, that sounds fair. Uh, I definitely think that that's a good way to look at it. It's like build it with the intention of playing it. Cause like, like th- that's what happened like with Nova was I, I'm, I are, I've always been troop centric. That's the way I've always played. And so I was happy to do it at Nova and like, I ended up having to buy some pieces to try to kind of round it out so that it was very troop centric. Like they don't do anything and there's nothing to really make them do anything. Like the, your, your standard intercessor is fine, but it's not like fun. Uh, so uh, I think I have to try to adjust in 2020 and change the way I think about making 40 K armies. Yeah. That's, I mean, um, that's a really, really good point. Danny. I mean, maybe that's part of my problem with 40 K too. Cause you and I approach it the same way. They're like, hey, you want to play? And, like, you pull the units from your collection that you want to play with, but we don't really spend a lot of time building an army that, like, this army functions this way. So maybe we're just, maybe we're missing it. Maybe that's what yeah. it is. Yeah, and that's what I'm doing with the ogres. Like, what I have for the ogres is what I'm going to have, and that's it. Like, it's done. Like, yeah. the list is done. So. Yeah. I, I kind of like for me, you know, the way that I like to like one of the reasons why I really love board games and something that has me excited about Crisis Protocol is I'm not. And what I don't like about Underworlds is I don't really like having a million layers of customization because I personally, for my taste, I think it muddies a game. Um, and so I think kind of building a list where it's like, this is what it is and this is what it does. And if I want to play my close combat army, I'm going to play my, you know, Incubi's and Venoms. You know, or like I'm going to play my shooting army. I'm going to play my my like four riptides. You know, like whatever it is. You know, I'm I'm just spitballing here. Like I think that could maybe be more enjoyable for my tastes personally, rather than like, oh, here's a smattering and hodgepodge of stuff. <laughs> cool. Nice. Uh, but so- my my hope though, my hope is like my kind of left field thing that I'm I kind of planted some seeds for is I kind of want to see if I can get Sarah to come to Nova for like, because I think she would enjoy it. Ooh. That'd be sweet. Yeah, I think she would like, I think she would like it actually. Yeah, I think she would like the kind of, because it's kind of like a party atmosphere and it's a bunch of nerds and I think she'd, she'd be into it. I don't think she'd like to be there for the whole weekend and I don't think that also really works with what we're trying to do with the Nova, but I do think if she came for a day, I think she'd have yeah. Well, Danny, you're in luck. They just announced this today that the Sisters of Battle Codex will go 
up for pre-order next week. I know. I saw I saw the video on Saturday, and it's like pre-order January 11th, and I was like, God damn you, Game Boy Shop, <laughs> because your boy's birthday is January 16th. I know. <laughs> yep. Why you done this? Why you do this? All right, Jason, you're up. So Plastic Scissors Sisters build an army and get Sarah to go to Nova. Yeah, and uh, and this is uh, I, these are hard lines that I do want to 100% get done. Is I want to paint the rest of my uh, Minas Tirith miniatures and I want to paint the rest of the protocol box. So put that on the board, Jason, and smoke it. Got it. All right. And oh, we forgot to. I forgot. Man, see, I don't know if you guys heard, but my son woke up in the middle of all that. So, um, Trace, yeah, your dream, your dream for 2020 from a product standpoint. Oh, my dream. Um, my dream from a product standpoint. Um, I'm, I've already got it. Really? <laughs> What's that? New plastic chaos warriors. <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was one of them. Um, Danny, you go first, and I'm gonna say All right, Danny, Danny to you. All right, uh, I kind of have two because obviously, like my main one has been sisters. Since y'all know me, I've always been like, man, I'd love to start a sisters army. Now's my chance. Uh, so it's kind of uh, greedy to hope for anything beyond that, but uh, small scale, just because I think it'd be uh, a character that is well overdue to return, is I would like to see Vect get a model. I'd like to see the Dark Eldar have some kind of actual presence and not just get washed under the Eldar umbrella like they have been for the last couple editions. Um, I think 40K is a better place when they are involved. And then on a more hopeful level uh, that's a little more broad is I would like to just see Games Workshop take risks with their lore. I'm very bored with the lore. I think they have been kind of doing a half-hearted attempt at taking risks. Oh, we're going to do this, the Sigatrix Maledictum, and there's going to be the Dark Imperium, and then we're going to bring Primarchs back, and... And Cypher is going to have a part to play, and then when it ends, everything is pretty much right back where we started. Like, I think I get that people see it as like, all right, well, if they kill off a character, then they can't have that character in the game. And I say that that is bogus. I don't think that that makes any sense. It's a board game. You can always play with the miniatures. You can always write rules for the miniatures and still advance the storyline and be like, this game took place before that event happened. I am just very tired seeing characters be like oh they're gonna die and then the emperor saves them through his tears or they touch magic rocks and their souls return to their body like do it just do it if you're gonna kill someone kill them that's what i want (laughs) cool okay i'm ready go i want to see two brand new armies one for 40k and one for age of sigmar never before seen like 
do something crazy, like do like the, the HUD or whatever. Yeah, whatever. but like the Tau release or yeah, yeah like the Deep Kid release or something. Yeah, something brand new. Like I want to see. I wouldn't. I mean, I ain't, I ain't gonna be mad at it since they're doing the light elves, the Hish realm elves. Yep. Um, it would be really cool to see the realm of shadow elves, Malarian's elves. Yeah. Um. And then in 40k, um, I'm not gonna say squats because that would just be a joke. Um. Just something, something new, something to shake things up. I think is is gonna be a needed thing. Like they injected knights in, and knights like destroyed everybody's <laughs> concept of what 40k was for a while. Yeah. Um, and while that was frustrating because everybody was playing them, it was also really cool to see these engines of destruction that came in. And oh, 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 epic 40k. There we go. There it is. That's what you want. God, there goes mine. Yay. I still, I still don't think, my personally, I don't think we'll ever get Epic 40K because I think that's what they did. They made Apocalypse Epic. They put the rules in it. Yeah. And it plays like Epic just with the big scale. Well, my hopes and dreams are dashed because Trace said. stole them. Gave me too much time. Yep. I'm no, failing so, by being I mean, a that, better friend. That is, that is my that is my dream, and I and I, Danny, I think you're a hundred percent right. The only thing that I hold out hope for is that they've made the the fighter game, they've made uh, Adeptus Titanicus. So like you put those two ranges together and add in like infantry. tanks yeah. and infantry, like it it could be there. So yeah, are they in the same scale? I haven't even looked. They are. Yes. Are they? Yeah. Aeronautica Imperialis and they're inching towards Titanicus it. They're inching towards same it. scale. Yeah, yeah I mean, if you think about the product line that they, they would have to produce, that makes sense to like make money on these molds yep. as they kind of come up. Um, but it, it's okay. It, it, we're not there yet. We're probably another five years away, to be honest. So, um, but, all right. So, my 2020 hopes, goals, and dreams. Uh, you know, I'll start the segment by saying, like, I'm going to be very pointed with things that I want to do with each of you. So no one needs to get their feathers ruffled if I say I want to play Tiddlywinks with Danny and Trace. You really want to play Tiddlywinks? Like, we'll play Tiddlywinks. But I, I have one very, very common goal for this year, and that's to make sure that I don't make my friends play the game that I'm most interested in. So this past week I reached out to everyone and said, what do you, what is the, if you could only play one game, what would it be? And you all had different answers. So my goal this year is to make sure that I commit to those games. So trace your answer was you want to play age of Sigmar. So I need to, despite all of my qualms and issues with that range I need to like poop or get off the pot and commit to an AOS army. So I will be buying an AOS army. Um, so we can play that. Now it's still between Slaves of Darkness and Stormcast, which it has been. Um, 
And I was not joking around, like, if because I know how much of a slave to darkness or chaos player you are. Like, I don't, we don't need another situation in like 40k where everybody has space marines. So that's my, that's my problem. Um, and the pointy elves mean nothing to me. So even waiting for them to come out, like, don't think that that would happen. I don't um, know, man. They're probably going to be pretty cool looking. <laughs> <laughs> and Tyr- and Teclas is a badass. Like, he's always been a badass and he will continue to be one. So I would not be surprised if you looked at those and be like, oh, those are cool. Because they will be. <laughs> I mean, they do check a box where I want an all new range. But. Uh, you know, the nice thing about Slaves of Darkness is it can go anywhere. Like, part of my problem with yep. Age of Sigmar is I like, oh, I like this model, and I like that model, and I like that model. Um, being Slaves of Darkness, I can get a lot of those models and make an army out of it. Yep. Um, and then with Stormcast, it's the opposite. Like, I wish that I didn't have to select a chamber. Like, I want to play, like, I want Rangers, and I want the Star Drake, and I want, like, I don't want to just play one chamber. I want it all to be mixed up, so... You can do that. You can do that. You just have to pick your storm host. You can still play rangers and guys on dragons and all that stuff in one army. Like that's that's not a problem. They all still have the rules that apply to them across the storm host. So you have your storm host and you have the chambers within that storm host. And I think that you're thinking that you have to stay in one chamber and you don't. Like you can do all those things in one army. But in the same storm host. But then I won't don't get chapter tactics. Like I'm trying to find well, some. Yes, they're basically no. will get chapter tactics. Yeah, but, and I think the thing that because this you asked me about this, Jason, was the it's the battle line. Yeah. Right. Like you want to be able to run sequiturs and rangers and um like liberators and judicators yes. you want all of those things to be you want to be able to run like a mixed battle line and that's yes. what you can't do right like so liberators and judicators are always battle line but you have to pick the right general in order to unlock either rangers or sequiturs is that is correct that's that's different yeah yeah which is a problem but anyway <laughs> so it's my problem with aos uh, but we'll be doing that. Um, so then my second, like, so Danny, Danny wants to, like, he's into board games, right? Like Danny's always been into board games. So I need to commit more to play board games, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, and then figure out like if crisis protocol or 40 K or Lord of the Rings is going to be his other like, um, miniature game. So, you know, I will commit to that. Like, there is the Lord of the Rings they just announced. I don't know what the faction is, but it's the evil side of Rohan, right? Like, they attack Rohan all the time. The Dunlanders. There you go. I like those <laughs> models. So, if uh, if it goes Lord of the Rings, I'll probably pick them up. Um, but if it turns out to be Crisis Protocol, that's fine as well. Uh, and if it's just board games, well, then it's just board games because Lord knows I like to play those too. Um, and honestly, if it becomes more board game focused, I want to start to bring that into this. Um, so, uh, there's that one. Uh, and then Jared, you know, you, you, uh, stroked my fancy and said underworld. So I hope to continue that, like, you know, being a, whether it's tabletop, uh, TTS, uh, or come over the house, 
Uh, I hope to continue that and be able to bounce uh, ideas and and bashing each other in and keeping you in the, my pocket. Um, so we'll we'll have that. Uh, but also too, I really want to play a. Um, oh, I'm going to forget the name of the box, but basically like Cities of Death. Like I bought the campaign set for 40k. Urban Conquest. Urban Conquest. Um, and I really want to play that. And um, you know whether the it's any one of you three, but I, I I want to get through it. I'd really love to play against Tyranids, but I know how mindless that can be because there's no characters. Eh. Um, so, you know, Chaos, Sisters of Battle, whatever it may be, um, those are kind of kind of what I want to do for my friends, right? Like, those are my, my three things. Uh, for me, I want to play more games and i don't mean more nights uh i think that back in the heyday we were playing everything and then we got got insular for gw products um which is fine but i want to re-establish myself and just play a bunch of games i think that given the, the the agreements that sarah and i have arrived to i get basically three nights a, a month or four four nights a month now um so you know i don't have to commit hard in the paint to underworlds which you know i'll still be committed to growing that community so half of my time has to be there um, but i can also make time to play other stuff and the fact that there's online resources to still play underworlds that uh, doesn't need to be my my only focus um and then uh i need to commit to paint so, you know, this past year, I literally, I painted like three war bands. Um, but I need to, I need to get some paint. I can't commission everything out. Like I will continue to commission things. That's never going to stop. Um, but I can't commission everything. So I got to get, I have to get my household set up where I can conveniently hobby without it being a chore to unpack everything from a closet that has too much stuff in it um and then with the commitment to playing other games i need to downsize again so i need to really decide to sell off the necrons or put them in a box and bury them upstairs um uh, and really go through that purge like i did last year so the you know my short-term commitment for the month of january is to reorganize the hobby room and the 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 sense of you know, purge what I'm not using. Um, and that's pretty much it. I mean, those are, those are my hopes and goals. Um, you know, my dream was Epic. So I think I'll still keep that. Like I would love Epic to come back. <coughs> Excuse me, but, um, I'll change it to two other things. I'll stay on the Epic trail. I really want to know what the new Warhammer secret project that's coming out in three to four years that they announced, but it's secret based in the fantasy realm. I hope that that's epic. So that's my dream. And then this year, I hope that they re-release or update um, Battlefleet Gothic. Oh, that's, yeah. that's a good one too. Yeah. With that... That is 2020 all wrapped up. We can just fast forward 12 months and hopefully everything happens and we're good. We'll see you then. Nice.
we'll, we'll be back with the outro. And we're back, and that will round us out. So once again, uh, we would just like to say thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for coming along on this journey with us for the past almost year at this point. Um, so we'll close out kind of season one with this episode, um, kick off things for 2020, season two. Just looking forward to Nova, um, seeing what the, the schedule gets released and figuring out what events we're going to sign up for and, and doing all of that stuff. Um, I'm excited about it. I'm excited about <clears throat> continuing this project with you guys, um, continuing to get games in and, and hang out, um, spend time together, um, do life together, uh, you know, encourage one another, troll one another, um, you know, all of the above. So, uh, together. yeah, that's right. Yeah. Appreciate the trolls for the trolls and appreciate the fun for the fun and get blackout drunk in 2020. Not, <laughs> not, really. not really. Gosh, please. No Jared and Jägermeister 2020. Uh, <laughs> but I don't need any cough syrup, Danny. Yeah, you do. You had the flu. No, that's Hashtag true. Jared gets turned 2020. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yep. All right, cool. Well, we'll just close the show here. I don't have anything else to say. Um, shot, 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 shot. Oh, jeez. This going to be so bad. Um, this, it's like you guys have a goal now. That's actually your goal at, at this point. Um, yeah, you're, you're gonna we, blow I've already texted everybody and told them that that's our actual goal for the year. Yep. No, it's perfect. That's great. Um, yeah, so... Um, if you want to follow along with us on the socials, we are Battle Mallet Podcast on Facebook, Battle Mallet PCast on Instagram, and Battle Mallet One on Twitter. Uh, if you like our show and you want the algorithms to surface us better so other people can find us, um, you can like and review and subscribe and do all of those things. Um, we do it for fun. Um, we hope you know that people can join us in this fun as well. Um, two quick announcements. Um, so it is January 5th on January 12th. There is an underworlds tournament at game theory in Raleigh registration starts at 11. I think dice are supposed to roll around 1130. Um, Jason is for sure going to be there. I know that, that, um, Brandon who ran the show or ran the tournament for you guys in South Carolina he and one of his sons is coming up, um, and then I, I know that there are a couple of other people that are local and then from abroad that are traveling to come in. So if you're in the area and you want a chance for glass um, and get the code for the Grandmasters, um, come to Game code, Theory. Code, 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 code. Um, you can do that. And then uh, we've got our next Underworlds meetup scheduled. We're going to do that Thursday, January 23rd at this new place. Um, that we've discovered. It's called the Gamers Geekery and Tavern in Cary, North Carolina. I'm actually um, really excited about that. Yeah, so it's basically a restaurant that also has board games and space to play board games. Um, so you can go and you can order food and beer and get blackout drunk. Uh, <laughs> Never but invited they, back. Yeah, it's perfect. Um, it's better to just get it out of the way now, Jared. Yeah, but they have like a whole library of board games that you can play so um while you're there eating your food and 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 hanging out and having fun um so that that'll be january 23rd we'll probably set the start time around six um 
but I know that people can usually get there a little earlier. Um, yeah, so I think that's it. Any other community shout-outs um, coming up? Probably going to be putting something on a, on the books for us to host a tournament on okay. in the latter part of February at Atomic Empire. So okay. um, more information to come on that. Cool, yeah. But keep an ear out. Keep an yep. eye on the socials. Mm-hmm. We'll blast it as needed. Um, yeah, so I, I think that's it. So, uh, yeah. So for the Battle Mallet podcast, we are Three Dads and a Zen Master. Ooh. Ooh. This is Jared signing out. This is like the first nice one. <laughs> this is Trey signing out. This is Danny. Oh. No. Oh. <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, nice. oh, no. uh, and I'm Jason Table New Murray. Get the hell out of here. Peace. protected under the Creative Commons license. If you have further questions as to its use, you can find more information via links on podcast.battle-mallet.com. Music by Anno Domini Beats. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>